it was an awesome trip. Like all the things that I thought he would just love. And I kind of packed it jammed full of awesome stuff in like three days. And on the flight home, I asked him like, hey, what, what of all that was your favorite? And he looks at me, he says, just being with you, dad. Oh, I know. I'm just like, oh, that's amazing. But at the same time, it's like, oh, yeah, that's what they want. Welcome to the Stewardship Podcast, where we help you understand that stewardship is about more than just finances. My name is producer Daniel, and I'm joined today by Grant. Hello, Grant. Hello. You know what? I like our intro music. Yeah? Yep. It's, the percussion uh, in the background. Oh, yeah. It's good. It's it's by uh, an old friend of Stewardship's. Uh, the band is is uh, St. Romain. Oh, yeah. Josh Tahada. Yeah. So he, good. He has is, is allowed us to use it very generously. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. So... Today we're going to be talking about summer vacation because uh, I was talking to Marshall earlier and he has a theory that tomorrow, uh, as of recording this, so April uh, 4th tomorrow, uh, will be the, the last cool day of the year. And after that, it's going to be hot. It has been extremely cool all year. Mm-hmm. Like cooler than normal. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, I couldn't think of a, a cool pun. I was going to make a joke. <laughs> You're cool, Dan. That's oh, not a thanks. Pun. That's just a fact. Thanks. Now, I, I mean, I remember going to spring training games uh, this year and not wearing shorts once. Like wow. pants and even in the shade, like having a jacket on, which is super weird. Yeah. And I'm like a wimp. I really like the warm weather. I don't like the cold weather very much. So mm. some people are like, you wore a jacket? And shit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's just me. Yeah. So it's getting hot. And it's going to be summer before we know it. But we just had spring break. Arizona likes to skip spring. Um, and a lot of people did fun things over spring break uh, and potentially spent a lot of money, you know, mm-hmm. going going all out on vacation. And now summer's coming and they're like, oh, I, I didn't come up with a plan of, of being ready to pay for summer vacation. Um, I made that story up. I don't actually know if that's true. <laughs> <laughs> but I know a lot of people think about summer vacation and they want it to be memorable they want to provide a lot of activities for their kids. And we have made podcasts in the past of, of ways to spend time with your kids well over summer. Yeah. But today we're talking about how to have fun on vacation without having to spend a ton of money. Yeah. Uh, kind of like a joke that we have in the office because we work in finance mm-hmm. um, and we're always, you know, checking out the economy is oh, yeah. when the economy is not doing well. Like, we'll say something like, hey, who wants to go out to lunch and grab some food? And then somebody will be like, in this economy? You know, <laughs> and uh, yeah, it'll, we'll say that to anything. Hey, anybody want to go mm-hmm. golfing this weekend in this economy? Yeah. So it's like summer break. Wait, in this economy? You really want to do that? Uh, so there is a reality that in Arizona, not only does it get hot and everyone wants to escape, mm-hmm. but when your kids are out of school, you do want to make memories and you do want to have a vacation and you want to do things together. So how do you do that? In this economy, like how do you do that and and not spend uh, so much? Um, and we'll share some ideas mm-hmm. uh, of things that you can do. But also, really, I just want to challenge people to uh, be a good steward of summer vacations for what they're really about. It's not about being doing the extravagant thing, but it's about really spending time with one another. And maybe swallowing a little bit of of pride and not going on the extravagant thing that you used to go on or maybe that other people are going on and just focusing on what's most important. And I I think that's important to have that at the forefront to be a good steward of of summer vacation. Yeah. And and as you're talking about that, it got me thinking, like, why do people want to be extravagant with their vacation? And and I just remembered the reality that, like, 
it feels nice to make a really awesome post on social media that like, look at this awesome thing I did with my family. And, and I get that people want that sort of recognition, right? But I know when I see a post, like I saw a post recently that you posted of your daughter Cambria at Mythical Coffee holding up the unicorn that she had painted for them. Oh, yeah. And, and it was this really sweet moment that you just acknowledged your love for your daughter. And like, I would rather see posts like that on social media all the time <laughs> about families creating memories that are meaningful mm-hmm. rather than like, I went on a cruise. Yeah. Like, I don't care. Yeah. Cool cruise, I guess. Yeah, and, and it's more than just social media, too. It's like some people, yeah, they, they want to be able to post. But to be honest with you, I don't think that's what most people are doing. I don't think most people are going on vacation just because they want to have a cool post. I think most people are going on extravagant vacations because they believe that extravagant vacation is going to create better memories mm-hmm. or it's going to create more happiness or it's really what their kids want. Right. And I just talked about this on the Sun Valley podcast when I got interviewed uh, last week. Um, they're talking about work-life harmony. So they interviewed me for my book. And one of the things that I wrote in my book is how I go on these trips with my kids. Mm-hmm. And um, one of the trips that I did with uh, my son was extremely extravagant. We went to Chicago. We did a tour of Wrigley Field. We watched the Cubs. He got a, a ball from his favorite player, Anthony Rizzo, at the time. Nice. Uh, we went and drove to a Notre Dame game in the same trip and watched Notre Dame win. Um, it, it was an awesome trip. Like All the things that I thought he would just love because those are his favorite sports, those are his right. favorite teams, all the favorite things. And I thought it was going to be like the the like the the best, right? And I kind of packed it jammed full of awesome stuff in like three days. And on the flight home, I asked him like, hey, son, what was your favorite? What what of all that was your favorite? And he looks at me and says, just being with you, dad. Oh, I know. I'm just like, oh, that's amazing. But at the same time, it's like, oh, yeah, that's what they want. Yeah. And um, then Robert in, in the Sun Valley podcast said it like this. He said that kids spell love, T-I-M-E. Mm, yeah, and and I think that's really important for us to know um, as we're planning out our summer vacations. What can we do to maximize time with each other? And I think that there's ways that you can, when focusing on maximizing time, that you don't have to spend crazy amounts of money in this economy. Arizona is awesome, and here's one reason: we have some great. Uh, tax credits available to residents. So here's some not specific tax advice for you is look at these tax credits. If you have a state tax liability, you could uh, donate money to these organizations and basically get it back with the tax credit. You're just redirecting your tax dollars to these awesome organizations. So here's a few of them. Uh, One is the qualifying charitable organization. There's a list of charities that qualify. You can find that online and they provide assistance to low-income residents. There's one for foster care organizations. There's one that uh, provides a tuition for students at private schools and you can even recommend a specific student to get that. And last one is public school tax credit. So if you're an Arizona resident, you have a tax liability, look at these credits. I love that so much, Grant. Just just focusing on spending time 
with our families is really the the biggest win in a vacation, right? Um, yeah, I feel like that that's what recharges me the most. We've made yeah podcasts in the past about how to rest well and how to like know what recharges you and and really for me it's not a long list of thing activities yeah. that recharges me. It's spending time with the people I love. Yeah. Um, yeah. So and, and here I think being a good steward of of summer vacation is there's several things that you can do to 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 be a good steward of that. One is to start having conversations about it now. Mm-hmm. Right? Because summer vacation is coming. We know it'll be there. It's going to get hot. You're going to want to escape. Uh, kids won't be in school. You're going to want to do some things with them. Mm-hmm. And too often, we let summer vacation sneak up on us. And when it does sneak up on us and we don't have a plan, that's typically when we will do things like make a you know, rash decision on what we're going to right. do for summer break and spend too much money or do something dumb or, oh, this seems like a good idea. And you're doing it on a whim and it does become something extravagant, right? Right. Um, but and if I, you're like booking hotels late, yeah, that costs extra. <laughs> yeah. And then, but I also want to say too, like it, you're, it's not like you're not being a good steward of summer vacation if you do something extravagant. I just sure. think that uh, the focus on being less extravagant this summer is probably more relevant for most people. Uh, because mm-hmm. with inflation, um, expenses have gone up for everyone. Mm-hmm. So these extravagant summer vacations, <laughs> vacations in a whole, are just costing more. Yeah. Um, so what can you do to still, yes, create the memories, yes, get, escape Arizona, but also spend a great amount of time with each other? It's it's important. And I think having the conversations now and thinking about it now is a great place to start. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. And And what we're going to do today is give you some ideas mm-hmm. uh, of how to uh, – basically how to have a good vacation without spending much. Uh, and, and we've broken it down into three steps. we figured out a way to not spend anything, uh, a way to spend a little bit, and a way to spend a little bit more. Yeah. Um, and so that's what we're going to break down for you today. Um, so the first, the first way of going on vacation and being intentional and, and being a good steward of that time is by not spending anything. Yeah. Um, how? <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, so um, when there was the stay home period and nobody was really traveling, mm-hmm. I was still doing some of my intentional trips, quote unquote, mm-hmm. with uh, my kids that I would do during on their birthday. So you would have them be in their room and you'd be in your room and you'd be on Zoom? <laughs> no. Uh, what we did is we actually came here to the office and did a camp out. Oh, yeah. nice. And my kids still talk about that. Yeah. Um, I think with my daughter Cambria, she's getting old enough that we decided to watch the Lord of the Rings movies together, and she loved Ooh. that. So, like, you can do stuff like that. I mean, I, I remember back to when I was a kid, and some of my uh, fondest memories of summer break are things like that: camping out in the backyard. Yeah, I mean, it was it was a blast. I, I still remember those times. This past weekend, actually, I took Olive to Home Depot. Okay. Because on the first Saturday of every month, oh, yeah. they have a kid's workshop. Yep. Uh, and so we got to build a birdhouse. Yeah. And that was totally free. Yep. Um, and so I think she's going to remember that. One, because she has a physical birdhouse to remember it by. Mm-hmm. But I remember doing that with my dad when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. And, and we made a toolbox and I painted it. Um, there are things in the community that you can do that don't cost anything. Mm-hmm. Going to the park. Mm-hmm. Um, it's easy with a four-year-old. Yeah. To just go to the park. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's a big deal to them. But yeah, as they get older, finding ways to do campouts or finding ways to, not everybody's going to come stay at the stewardship office for a campout. 
we're not opening it up for that. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it just takes a little bit of creative thinking of how can you change your environment in a way that's going to be memorable for your kids. And, and sometimes it is a matter of, you know, building, popping the, the tent in the living room instead yeah. of outside. Yep. Are you going to get the most amazing night of sleep? No, I never <laughs> got a great night of sleep when we camped out in the backyard, right? Right. But I remember having a ton of fun. Um, I remember having a blast just doing something different that was outside of the norm as a kid. Um, It was great. And this isn't something that you can only do with your kids, obviously. Um, Doing something little and fun like that with your spouse can can also be a lot of fun. Um, It's it's really all about time, time together, being with each other. And if, if you're focusing on that and if everybody knows that's what your effort is going into it, it'll it'll be appreciated. Yeah. You got me thinking about like teenagers, right? And teenagers probably don't want to do any of this stuff. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I'm, I just feel like if you're intentional with your kids when they're younger about spending time with them in this way, I think they'll really appreciate it. I was thinking about, um, Baker and his, his boys, they're a bit older. Um, one of them's a teenager now, the other one's getting there. And I think what he's done is he's been really intentional their whole lives mm. about prioritizing time with them. Mm-hmm. And so if you're listening and your kids are young, like now is your time to, to do this kind of stuff so that when they are teenagers, they, they still want to spend time with you. Mm-hmm. I think it's, it's really not to, you know, crush the hope of people who already have teenagers. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's a big deal to spend this intentional time when the kids want it so that when they become teenagers, they, they still really enjoy it. Yeah. And there is a reality that, uh, spending a little bit of money is going to add a little bit to the experience, sure. which can be helpful for some of the older people. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, some like I don't imagine my daughter having an absolute blast the entire time if I did a camp out in the backyard right now, as she's a fourteen-year-old, <laughs> right? Right. But um, if I added something to that that she she loved, like right now she's uh, she just finished basketball season and she's about to start volleyball season, right? Mm-hmm. But if I added like playing volleyball together at midnight, you know, something fun oh, or cool nice. or whatever. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, having a special like sugary drink or something ready for us after volleyball was over. She would totally love that. I remember that. Right. And just sitting and talking under the stars and drinking. She would, she would, she would love that. Um, so there are some things that you can do by spending a little bit of money, which leads into our second one, which is, okay, what can we do to spend a little bit of money? Mm-hmm. Um, if if the first option is, okay, let's try not to spend any money camping out in the backyard or doing some sort of campouts like that is great. But something that is a theme of the second one of spending a little bit of money, and really the little bit is just gas money, mm-hmm. is uh, day trips. Yeah, uh, We live in Arizona, and there are so many places to visit um, that it, it's, it's – I mean, your your options are almost limitless in the summer. Yeah. Um, I, re- I remember back when I was a child – uh, some of my favorite, and this was when I was a teenager, uh, memories of summer break was we would go up to Payson and we would mm. go uh, just kind of walking up and down Christopher Creek in the in the water. And the water was still cold then. We would go yeah. to uh, Box Canyon and go cliff jumping. Uh, we would go to uh, Beaver Creek and go on like a little hike. I think it was like, like a mile and a half. And then you get to some other cliffs and go cliff jumping there. Um, those day trips were a blast. And I remember 
not just hiking and talking with my family members that I was with on the trip, on the hike, but I remember jumping in cool water and I remember uh, doing something outside of the normal and challenging myself to who can I, can I, will I jump off of that super high one, you know, because yeah. I'm, you know, scared of heights and didn't necessarily <laughs> love that. But I also remember too, uh, you know, peanut butter and jelly sandwiches in the car after the hike was over. Yeah. Uh, I remember um, making our own little, you know, sack lunch before we left. And uh, that, yes, it costs money to have that food, but it's only a little bit. And yes, it costs money right. to go up to the uh, Box Cannon or Beaver Creek or whatever, but that's only a little bit. But it, it seemed like an entire day for us, right? Mm-hmm. And that day was dedicated to, you know what? It's hot. You know what? We're on summer break. Let's go have some fun. And, and it was a blast. I loved it. Yeah. And it's only a couple hours away. Hour and a half, yeah. maybe? Yeah. Um, and, and yeah, Sedona is nearby. We yep. took Olive to Sedona last fall. Um, and we we did spend a little bit. Okay. Because uh, we did a pink Jeep tour. There you go. But it wasn't like outrageous. No. We planned for it. So yeah. it was it was a day trip and we, we bought lunch up there. So you can spend a little bit even and, and do some activities in these places. Or yep. you could go to Old Town Scottsdale and, and walk around and go to a good coffee shop together. Yep. If your kids are old enough to drink coffee or yeah. just get them milk. Yeah, but I mean, even that, like, there's these places off the I-17 that have, like, world-renowned barbecue. Maybe you just drive up right. and get some really good barbecue. Or the world's largest Coca-Pelli statue in Camp Verde. <laughs> you, you can go there. take a picture with that. Yes. Or uh, I think there's some places, too, where, like, there's this one spot, I think, off the 17 towards Flagstaff where they just have really good pie. And you just go up there and get, yeah. a, get a pie. You know, like... It's silly, but a teenager might love that. And yeah. listening to their favorite music on the road trip there. Or the and, Stewardship Podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then um, uh, eating some good pie together. I mean, it's it's a little bit of money, um, but it's it's a great time. It's a great time together and yeah. uh, memories will be made. I, I, I sure remember those trips when, when I was younger. Yeah. Yeah. Day trips are some of my favorite ways to spend time mm-hmm. um, and the variety of places you can go from the Phoenix area in just a couple hours is crazy. Yeah. We, you know, you've got desert, you've got mountains. And then in the third step, spending a little bit more. Yeah. Only a few hours away is is the beach. Yes. Yes. I frequent the beach often. And instead of maybe this year going on, you know, a week or two or whatever trip, which would be a little bit more extravagant on the beach, it might mm-hmm. just be two days. Yeah. And that's totally fine. You stay one night. Or yeah. stay two nights or whatever. Uh, but obviously, one of the benefits of being in Arizona is that the, the beach is close. And this isn't just Southern California, but also Rocky Point, Mexico, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so you can still go and do the beach thing, spend a little bit more on gas money, and spend maybe one or two nights of, of lodging somewhere. And, and it's not the most extravagant vacation, but it's still escaping the heat. It's mm-hmm. still uh, having a different scenery. And it's a, it's a, it's also an experience and a memory that you'll make. Um, so I, I, I love that idea. Yeah. And, and also about the same distance as the beach is a place I've never been before. The Grand Canyon. Yeah. How, you've lived in Arizona your whole life? Uh, no, I've lived here for 20 years. Okay. And still never been. Still never been. You know, I've only been twice. Is it worth it? Not really. <laughs> <laughs> People are going to freak out about that. It's beautiful. It's gorgeous. It's cool. I've never hiked it. I've heard that's amazing. I yeah. mean, to be fair, I'm not a huge, um, camper. I don't like camping very much. I'd much rather stay in a hotel. So that's why this list of ideas isn't filled with, hey, go stay at this national park, which is also another thing you could do. You could drive up to Zion or drive up to, you know, national parks and 
camp and do mm-hmm. the things. Um, but that's not necessarily my thing. <laughs> uh, I, I, I saw it. I did a helicopter ride over it. And I'm like, wow, that's pretty. That's really cool. I'm good, you know. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, but some people they want to visit it every year because it's just so grand and vast, and, and it is beautiful. But yeah, yeah. I mean, it is one of the wonders. It is. Yeah, and it it's is. it's so close to us. <laughs> yeah. So just go. I should probably make a plan to go. I think the thing is too, when you grow up in Arizona, that type of scenery, those color mountains, mm-hmm. that the the mountains being cut in that way, um, you're used to seeing it every day. Right. Uh, but obviously, it's just way more grand at right. the Grand Canyon. The uh, grandest. Yes, which is cool. <laughs> yeah. You um, know, I, there, there's another idea that I want to mention here. Great. Okay. So we've talked about how to do a summer vacation without spending anything, how to mm-hmm. do a summer vacation with spending a little, that's the day trips, mm-hmm. and how to do it with spending a little bit more and even longer road trips, maybe a one or two night hotel stay. But there's something that could and should be added to this, and that is uh, serving at a summer camp together. Oh, so uh, we had Mike Brayton on the podcast a couple months ago, mm-hmm. and he mentioned how Sun Valley Community Church, where I go to church, like just made summer camp super cheap, right? Yeah. Um, so my wife is going to be serving at junior high camp, and I'm going to be serving at high school camp. Um, and although I'm going to be dead tired when that thing is done. Um, and so will my daughter. She'll be there and she'll be there with me. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and although my wife will be dead tired when she's done uh, and my son will be tired when that's over, she'll be with my son, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the same is true when we go to the Johnny and Friends camp and we serve uh, there at the family retreat. Like we're going to be exhausted and we're going to be glad that it's over when it's over. But off, with all of those serving experiences – the cost to doing them, comparatively speaking, to like a, you know, huge, extravagant summer vacation is very, very, very little. Yeah. But you get to spend some very unique and different time with the yeah. people that you're there with. And that's another thought that you can have. Go to your, your church and ask them, what, what summer camps do you guys have going on? And if you say, do you need anybody to volunteer? They will probably say, yes, please. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> yeah. And, and you could be a part of that. Maybe volunteer at the same camp that your your kids are going to be a part at. Or, or maybe there's a camp where you guys could serve together as a family. Yeah. Um, asking those questions and serving together as a family at some sort of summer camp is an excellent idea as well to not just have a vacation without spending a ton of money, but to get a lot of really great time together. T-I-M-E. That's how they spell it. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. That's got me thinking. Um because I, I know if you have a kid and instead of sending them to summer camp, just go with them. You know, it's yeah. like, it's pretty easy. Yeah. Um, and some churches that when you serve at the summer camp, they don't even make you pay to go. Like they've already, they're covering your costs because like we just need volunteers. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Definitely worth asking. Uh, I'm, I'm thinking about my church probably does VBS. So maybe I'll look into serving at that. Because, oh man, it's a blast. Uh, I don't think they do summer camp for four-year-olds. But, right. Um, the good thing about that is that you're not then stuck in a cabin with a whole bunch of like <laughs> junior high or high schoolers for a week right. trying to sleep when it just doesn't happen. Like earplugs are yeah. a good thing, but like, yeah, it, you'll, you'll be able to go home and sleep in your own bed. Uh, yeah. But serving at Vacation Bible School, um, they are making memories and doing a ton of fun things. Mm-hmm. Um, and you get to be a part of that and lead children to that fun, uh, but that also lead them to Jesus and lead them to his love and, and share with them 
the, the experience you've had uh, with that love, which is really cool. Yeah. There's, I think there's not a better way to spend your time yeah. than, than to help kids know Jesus, Yeah, but people in general. Um, yeah, this podcast took a more spiritual turn at the end than I expected. Yeah, it was just an idea that I had. I'm like, <laughs> I'm just thinking through what yeah. we're doing this summer, right? Yeah. Uh, because we're not, I'm not spending as much money on summer break, uh, say, like I would normally do, right? In this economy. So, like, <laughs> well, uh, you know, what, what, what are the things I'm doing? Well, we are serving at camps. And yeah. it's honestly extremely cost effective, but we're going to spend a ton of time together. And I just thought it'd be good to share. Yeah, I love that. Um, yeah, so our, our hope with this episode is just to give you some ideas. Uh, and, and just remind everybody that it's not about doing something amazing. Mm-hmm. It's about being together. Yeah. Right. And our, our hope is that our ideas here have just provided you places to do that, to have those conversations and to spend time with your kids, spend time with your spouse. And, and that's really how we can steward vacation well. Um, so yeah, we want to ask you to share this episode with someone, you know, um, and and check out our other episodes about about taking time off because we have kind of a series about vacation on this on this podcast. We do have um, a few, don't we? Yeah. So check out those episodes; they'll be in the description. And uh, thanks so much for listening and giving us your time. Yeah. And as we say, and we wrap up, you know, I just want to also make sure that uh, we say thank you to everybody um, who has referred their friends and family members to us over the years. Um, I don't say thank you for that enough. And if you're one of those people who is not just a client, but you've told other people about us, thanks. Thanks. Yeah. Thank you so much for doing that. Uh, It means the world to us. Uh, So we're grateful for your referrals. Thank you. Mm